to another edition of the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from Ragbride. This is the podcast where we talk about bicycling just for fun of it. There's going to be tales from all over the nation. So come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. All right. Well, we've experienced, you know, basically a Super Bowl and a polar vortex. And, you know, since we've last talked, Mark, and um, so we're trying to get back in the swing of things as we flip the calendar over to February. I don't know. You got a smile on your face? What was this polar vortex? I seem to have missed it. <laughs> well, when you when you hit negative 50 in the wind chill category, that's a polar vortex. And uh, schools were out a couple of days. I, I think, you know, everything was just basically shut down for, oh, the, the, the great polar vortex of 2019. So if, I don't know if you told anybody when I was not here last week, but... No, uh, no. I wasn't here last week. I took a, a uh, rare vacation. Uh, Jennifer and I went to Cozumel, Mexico. Um, it was one of the cheapest vacations I've ever done. Uh, we went with Mike Mott, who's been on this show a couple times. Yeah. Uh, rented a condo down there for, I think, $700 for the week. So it was a really uh, great priced vacation and uh, wow. really well needed. I can't believe we got out because the bathrooms and the coffee maker was frozen on the plane the day we left. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, the only thing that I think saved us is the flight attendants wanted to not be stuck in Cedar Rapids uh, for the duration of the polar vortex. They would have rather been stuck in Dallas or someplace else. Somewhere a little uh, warmer. Yeah. So they decided that they were going to make that plane fly no matter what, how much was frozen. Um, and uh, get us to, to Mexico. Uh, the bicycling and, and that sort of thing was really interesting because uh, uh, they don't have bike lanes or things like that. Well, they actually got some protected bikeways and some trails and things like that, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a lot of EFAT bikes, a lot of beach cruisers uh, around the island, and that was uh, uh, that was pretty cool. We didn't get much biking in ourselves just because of uh, the way we kind of had our schedule arranged. Um, but uh, I'm sure yeah, you had a busy was, uh, schedule down there, Mark. You know, um, it was uh, walk across the street to the beach and then walk back to the pool and walk to the beach and walk back to the hmm. pool. And yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. Now, next year, I think, uh, well, next year, if we go um, or the next time we go, um, they have e fat bike rentals. Pedigo uh, has that. And I think we're going to get those and. And uh, do a lap around the island. The island's like 50 miles around. Oh, interesting. Um, so, and, and can be quite windy. So, yeah, I'm going to yeah, put that on my list well, for well for next year. Speaking of Pedigo, I don't know if you saw the release of who the spokesperson for Pedigo is nowadays. No. That would be William Shatner with Iowa Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> no, I am no not kidding. No kidding. William Shatner. Hey, that's cool. Gotta like that, huh? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess he gave up to Hubie and Abraham's commercial or whatever the heck that, that <laughs> one was. And But William Shatner here. And uh, I I just think it's, it's a natural since he is technically from Iowa in the future, I guess, from Riverside. <laughs> is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Well, his character <laughs> his is. Character. So that's, he is a character. Yeah. So yeah. we love William. We love Shatner. Yeah. He was TJ Hooker, well, too. So, uh, I mean, we... 
we love William Shatner. But uh, well, but I got it for Regra. Oh, could be good. You know, some people wouldn't like that because there would be the e-bike connection, and you don't have to be bored by that that entirely long thread again. But if if James T. Kirk wants to come and ride an e-bike on Ragbri, Shatner, you're welcome. You're welcome to come. Hey, there we go. The invite has been extended. That's go. awesome. Yeah. So things are good. So so we got Shatner on on the Pedigo, and um, okay. other other things are are happening fast and furious as we enter into this new year. Um, you guys have, you know, you took that nice needed break. I mean, have you even put away boxes from from the big weekend? Literally, we're we're still unpacking. Um, the only thing that slowed me down is that the uh, padlock to our trailer is frozen. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> so that slowed some things down, which is unfortunate. But you know, uh, we'll, we'll make it work. Yeah. Well, it it just goes uh, without saying it, when things get a little chilly in in the state of Iowa or anywhere in the Midwest, uh, it can interrupt your your day to day operations. So I I won't uh, name names, but someone had had uh, a key keyless entry and it was so frozen that they couldn't get in their car and to oh. even even to get they had to use a hand warmer to kind of warm up the the key lock to even think about getting a key lock in there so so you know th- these are challenges that we face all the time in the midwest things that you would think would be a, a simple little like thing and it turns into a nice little challenge so um but you know winter only lasts four or five months so the groundhog saw his shadow, so we should be out of this soon, right? You know, I usually look to St. Patrick's Day. I mean, which is a month away, hmm. um, you know, five weeks away, and things. I mean, we may have snow on the ground. We may have a couple really weird snowstorms after that, but really, things start to turn and melt when St. Patrick's Day hits. You got, uh, you know, uh, state wrestling, state basketball, those sorts of things that start to happen. And, uh, you know, things become a little more bearable from that point forward. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I did see a few posts while you were gone of people that actually braved those elements. And, you know, there was a, a burr somewhere involved in between there. Oh, yeah. And I, I, think, I think it warmed up a little bit, you know, before burr happened or a, a, a little bit. Um, but there was people that actually went out on those days that it was negative 50 wind chill. And uh, obviously you're just a little bit crazy. Um, when people are, I mean, seriously injured, I mean, actually we lost a couple of people in the Midwest due to, due to the extreme temperatures, but anyone mm-hmm. out there biking is just, that's just absolutely crazy. Um, but I guess if you got a streak that, Hey, I've, I've ridden 5,000 consecutive days or something like that. Okay. Well, maybe you need to get out and ride every single day of your life, but I don't know. Something about negative 50 and, and biking doesn't seem to go along in my book. Yeah, I mean it's dangerous if you're prepared for it and you you have that knowledge and and you're good at what you do of biking in the winter, you know Steve Cannon. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 I get it. Uh, if you're average Joe that's taken off in a cotton sweatshirt and not sure what you're doing, that's where dangerous yeah. things happen. So well, yeah, they, they say there's no uh, bad weather, just bad clothing. I tend to yeah. disagree. <laughs> Negative fifty is bad weather. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's when the when the buses can't operate to take kids to school because they're just gelled up and that sucker won't turn over. Yeah, you probably don't want to be biking that day. I don't care what you're wearing, you know, full right. full wetsuit, whatever. I don't, you know, 
nah, I'm going to take the day off. Thank you. So, <laughs> all right. So you're wrapping up. I, I bet we're going to have some reports coming in the near future of, of how things were, but overall pretty successful. I think it's a successful event. We were, uh, I mean, obviously a little smaller on the, on the round announcement party as far as, as tickets, but uh, we had, thanks to uh, Doll Distributing and, and Big Grove, had more beer. Um, so I think everybody left that event happy. Oh, yeah. um, certainly we had a very successful silent auction. Um, and, and certainly we have a lot of new people that we need to uh, contact and uh, tell them more about the Iowa Bicycle Coalition and the work that we do, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, uh, the Expo, a uh, whole different story. You know, we've always had uh, people that ask what happens if it was a snow day. And now we know uh, it was a snow day at the expo. Mm. <laughs> it snowed all morning. And we got the same amount. We got about 6,000 people that came through the door. Yeah. And we're tickled with that. I think that is. Uh, that was a crush of people. I mean, you you couldn't get through um, through the aisles. I mean, there was so many people there, which is a, yeah. which is a great thing. But um, and and. I don't know. It's just so cool to see people you haven't seen for for a while and kind of catch up and um, you know meet new new people as well. So met a couple people that were podcast fans that came by and just um, you know gave me a, a story or two. So so the expo I think solves that that little um, hey I haven't seen you for a while and it gives a great opportunity to to catch up with folks. So. I thought I thought it was just just a blast and loved the expo. I I wish I wish we didn't have so many meetings that we could actually, you know, enjoy the entire <laughs> expo because I I didn't get a, get around to talk to too many people because we just seemed to be right on top of uh, event after event after event. Yeah, so, yeah, that's all right. So cool. It's all right. All right. So you're back. You're back in the states. They let you back in the country. And, yeah, porque no? Yeah, and <laughs> and they let Mott back in the country, I assume. So so we'll have a bike coalition and we'll have a beer bus for future. Right. So that that is good news. And yeah. uh, we're st- we started planning Ragbri. We had our first go round of meetings with all uh, the overnight town communities. And cool. I can tell you, they are absolutely pumped. I I've had some excitement before where we thought, wow, these towns are really excited. These towns are really excited, and uh, I, I'm, if I said one town is more excited than the other, I'd be I'd be lying. It was just one after another. Like, dang, we're we're so excited to be on the Ragbri route this year. So, people expect great things from these towns. Yeah, um, you know, I saw, and and you have, yeah, I mean, it's like picking your favorite children with you, but. Uh, I saw Centerville, Iowa, just picked up and reactivated their Facebook page again and started churning messages out and I'm like, "Hey, they're ready to go." Oh, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's like that in every town, um, even the towns that haven't hosted in forever. You know, Winterset or, or Keokuk. I mean, the, the excitement level on those are fantastic. But even the ones that are 10 years ago or, or eight years ago, I mean, a, a, a Fairfield or, or an Indian Hall hadn't been, you know, that institutional knowledge has not been lost on them. So, so cool. I'm expecting just wonderful things this year. The towns are just super jazzed and, you know, they're, they're just, um, you know, try, can't contain them because they're just so excited. They want to say, <laughs> you know, let's get to, to July. No, I'm with you. 
I, I want to get to July because it's too friggin' cold out right now, but, but mm-hmm. eventually we're going to get there. So, uh, no, uh, sneaky band announcements already. Did we have uh, anybody that played that game? Not, not yet. Um, okay. there are some that are just about locked down. I can assure you, uh, wow. the towns, I mean, literally that night, I think people were working the phones and saying, Hey, you know, who's available <laughs> and, uh, you know, the ones that are out there working, you know, housing and hotels and all that, you know, they're, they're making those calls, but the towns have a different philosophy. Hey, what, what bands are available? Let's make sure we get them, get them locked down. And, uh, so I think nice. we'll probably have some announcements in the, you know, next several weeks or so. Um, but, cool. but lots of fun to come. No doubt. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, anything happening up at the Hill there? You got any meetings in the near future? You know, I wish, uh, I wish I could tell Oh, you know, Tuesday I'm speaking in front of the Iowa Department of Transportation Commission. Very good. Um, which is kind of cool. Um, they do uh, they do meetings all over the state, but this one's at the Capitol, so mm. I got to do that, and then working some some stuff there. You know, we're at a little bit of a stalemate point. Uh, we got some high vid stuff that crept into there. Um, I got to applaud the Iowa Senate; they really took a big leap forward on trying to get the bike safety. Uh, how we do that, we've got some differences of opinion there, um, so I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we're also working the e-scooter issue a little bit, uh, just out of necessity since they're going to tag that on with bikes. Um, but yeah, everything's kind of just as it is. Um, and we're going to continue to do our work and, and move forward. So I don't have a lot of things that we've messaged out to people yet. I know there's a lot of bills out there and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So, uh, we're just kind of at that point where nothing's moving yet, but hopefully soon. Cool. Well, we're getting lots of questions. People, uh, calling either the towns or emailing the towns or emailing us people relax okay (laughs) they don't know where the campgrounds are they don't know what the entertainment is if they knew they probably wouldn't tell you anyway but just relax they don't know what the vending fees are they don't know any of that stuff they just got awarded ragbri and i'll tell you a neat story i just met with a, a county engineer and engineers and dot they're doing everything in their power to make sure that we have a safe and enjoyable event so one of the towns i won't say which which one but we're sitting there talking to them and they're like well you know your potential route um it's got some flaws in it we're gonna have to move it over to this road because Mm -hmm. oh yeah we had a landslide on that road we're like landslide (laughs) like wait wait back up a landslide how does a landslide occur in uh iowa and I mean, literally, that was the first time I ever heard the word landslide, and that road is going to have to be redone because, you know, we don't want we don't want riders to get washed away into the into the cornfield or or, or soybean field. Right. So, so it, it's kind of interesting as we meet with the engineers and meet with DOT and just try to find that right path that that meets our needs of safe and enjoyable. And literally, that's not going to get washed out that day of Ragbri. So, um, sure. so that was a new term. I've never heard the word landslide and Ragbri Road mentioned in the same sentence till huh. this year. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, so things like that let us do our job. We're going to get you a safe and enjoyable route. It's going to be somewhere about the mileage. I think we added a few miles already. Um, eventually, we're going to put out the full route, probably about. Oh, I'm going to say mid-March, we'll get that full route out. 
We're just going to make sure everyone's on the same page before we put it out. Because we'd hate to say, hey, we're coming to this town. And then all of a sudden we get a road that says, no, you can't go to that town. And so we're we're trying everything in our power to get get that route that will actually hold up for July. Got it. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, we're we're getting back on the road next week. We're we're out dealing with towns again. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Uh, this these group, like I said, fun, fun, fun already. And um, the neat thing, Garner and I, you know, travel the road, and we're just starting to feel out what are the best the best food opportunities in each of those towns, which is a mm-hmm. very very important question. Yeah, because you got to find the greasy spoon that. You know, <laughs> I I look at things when I'm looking for a restaurant in small town Iowa. I'm looking at the pickup truck ratio. If they oh, yeah. have an eighty percent or higher pickup truck ratio, that's some good vittles right there. <laughs> so that that just goes to show you if you're looking for like a nice little diner or a nice little burger joint in the middle of you know a rural place you look at the number of pickup trucks that'll usually give you an indication it's not just males and pickup trucks it's all people working yeah. people that are concerned about getting a good tasting meal not not worrying about if there's tofu involved or anything like that it's a it's a good meat and potatoes kind of place and sure, sure. that's what that's what i'm looking for right now try to find the good pickup truck ratio so <laughs> Speaking of good meals, I just got slid a little note. Did you know what movie came out 45 years ago today? No. One of the greatest movies of all time. Still. It has I'm something sure. to do with a bicycle. Nah, not really. But the word Blazing Saddles came out oh, on yeah. this day. And if you haven't <laughs> seen Blazing Saddles lately, go back and take a look at that one and... uh Every once in a while when, when uh, we think that we, we've got some people that we need to corral in, we say we're going to put a toll booth up at uh, Ragbri and, you know, then uh-huh. someone's going to have to go back and get a few dimes. Like, I don't think that was the word they used, but uh, we're trying to keep <laughs> keep the E off our podcast so we won't use the other word. So Sure. But sure. a boatload of dimes someone's going to need to go back and get. So. So, so Mel Brooks, thank you for entertaining us over over the years. An absolute classic, and uh, obviously we lost a few of those actors over the time. Alex Karras, good mm-hmm. Iowa guy, and and Gene Wilder, um, who has a University of Iowa connection, I do believe. So right. so yeah. I will I will say that that Blazing Saddles had a little bit of Iowa in it as well. Cool. Yeah, you like how I brought that together. Yeah, you just slid that right in there. Yeah, that was nice. That was a that was a note from AP. She's she's on top of things like that. So, nice. so we got cool. a new interview right now. I think Murph is on vacation or preparing for a big event in her life, which yeah. I I believe it's no secret that that Kathy Murphy, aka Murph, will be celebrating a significant birthday in the very near future. So happy birthday to you, Murph! Um, it is it is on Facebook, so I think that's real. Yeah, if it's on Facebook, it must be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, she's also you know she's also working on the second chance silent auction. Oh, uh, for those of you who didn't uh, get what you wanted at the uh, run announcements, you can go to iowabike.cbo.io and start bidding like crazy. Mm. Uh, if you think you bid too much, don't worry; it's for charity. Yeah. Um. So yeah, make it happen. Well, Mick says you can't always get what you want, but. Sometimes you can. Yeah. If you try 
you might find what you need. Yeah. Words to live yeah. by. Wow. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, good. Well, let's, uh, you know, this podcast could not be possible without some nice sponsors, Mark. And do you happen to know who those sponsors are of this podcast? You know, we got uh, Bikes to You, one of the best bike shop charters in Grinnell, Iowa. Hey, if you're looking for women's clothing or, or accessories or outfitting stuff, uh, visit Grinnell, go to Bikes to You. Uh, they also have a Ragbrite charter. So if you're looking for Ragbrite in style, I believe ragbriteinstyle.com is their website. Um, check that out. So if you're if you're still shopping for your Ragbrite charter, plenty of room there available. Um, Think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities, great place. Plenty of single track, plenty of road biking, plenty of uh, about everything you want to do right here in uh, Iowa City. I saw some hubbub while I was gone about a, a delegation in um, Odense, Denmark, talking cyclocross. So I oh, think yeah. uh, I think that's happening again, which is awesome. Yep. Um, and then finally, Primalware, our friends from uh, Denver, Colorado. If you're looking for custom bike jerseys, shorts, any sort of apparel, uh, make sure you visit primalware.com. Yeah. So thank you to those sponsors. They keep us rolling. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Well, no interview this week. We just figured we were needed to catch up. Mark's back from the antipolar vortex capital <laughs> of the world uh, down in, in Mexico. He's back. Uh, we're back. We're back on the road. So we're going to get you lots of good information, lots of good interviews coming up. So thanks for tuning in each and every week. Mark, any any words to leave our good good folks by since you were down in, in the tropical paradise down there? Any words to, the, to leave our listeners with? You know, the only answer, and this should be uh, should be your answer on Ragbri, is por no, uh, which is why not? Por no. Um, it's, the, it's the answer for everything. You want another beer? Por no. <laughs> you want to uh you want to ride a few miles porque no <laughs> it just yeah sounds, it works for everything it just sounds good porque no yeah porque no yeah. all right <laughs> porque yes all right <laughs> well let's get out there and just go bike porque no <laughs> listening let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review they really help us out a lot and help others find the show for more information check out justgobike.net the show's theme song was written produced and performed by ryan steer